This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on the Mom Squad Pod, where we talk all things parenting. And we just wrapped up Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day weekend. Are you laughing at the name of the show, Austin? Love? Uh, I was just, yeah, it kind of just got in my mind. I'm like, Mom Squad Pod, not a mom, not a parent, <laughs> but hey, I'm just here hanging out. Well, so when we were thinking about this topic, because we're going to be talking about teenage love and for parents to guide, you know, teenage relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were trying to think of, okay, who would be best to talk about this? We have Danielle Wiggins here who yeah. has kids kind of mm-hmm. entering that realm, starting to talk about relationships, 11 and 13, 11 and 13 you're going to be in it. And Austin here, you're all grown I'm, stuff now. Well, I'm essentially 18. You're, yeah. we, we thought it would be fun because your last name's Love. Yeah. And then also, you just got engaged. I did so just get engaged. You figured well, it out. A, a you made it through. I did it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so uh, yeah. cool. We'll try to get some insight yeah. in there. And yeah. actually, before we started rolling here, you mentioned like you grew up with with social media and, it, yeah. and I mean I remember yeah. there were dating websites when uh, we were no? no you didn't do dating re- websites no well see I got married when what I was you doing 24. match.com in high school but no. <laughs> <laughs> there was something there was something called when I was in college a perfect match.com or something my oh, friend no, I don't remember that. signed me up for these like I didn't do it my friend was really into it but then um I met a good friend on there Okay. So I, okay. I remember, like, there were those things out it there. Was it wasn't, was wasn't like Facebook or... Date you at that time? I, I don't... We'd have to ask him. But, oh. um, no, but I met... <laughs> well, they didn't get married. We, we did not call. get married. Mark, it is Mark. not my husband. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then we're going to talk to Dr. Kim Bell. She is one of my favorite mm. child psychiatrists. She's just brilliant at all things parenting and, and guiding. And so she's going to talk about, like, if you do have a teen who's now getting into relationships yeah. and everything. How do you handle that? Because I remember yeah. what it was like on the teenage side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids yet who are dating. Uh, Millie, my six-year-old, she always has a crush. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, we so. to, Dave and I are talked her through her first crush. Remember that? Hank. Hank. Yeah, oh. man. Good old Henry. We <laughs> love Hank. Yeah. Poor Millie out oh, there. Her well, there's crush. a new one. Yeah, oh, I know. She she's a, she's a little boy crazy. I'm going to have... Um, <laughs> Um, you might have to have this conversation full. early. I know, yeah. I know. I'll have my hands full. But we also want to talk about, like, what would you tell your teenage self? I know everybody out there has thought about, gosh, when I, I wish I could go back and tell my 14, 15, 16-year-old self, yeah. don't do this or wait for this or, you know, like, that's not how it's going to be or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What was dating like? We'll start with Danielle. <laughs> Okay. Because that was so No, but, but like dating for you as a teen, as was a it teen, a challenge? Was it fun? See, it was interesting because I was busy. Like I played every single sport in mm-hmm. high school, volleyball, basketball, track. But all of my friends had boyfriends and we played sports together. And I'm like, where are they getting the boyfriends from? So, <laughs> <laughs> like, where did they we get the boyfriends? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we would go to parties on mm-hmm. the weekends and things like that, or they would date other athletes. And so, for me, I was like doing my homework and going different places. And I always, my mom would always be like, you got a boyfriend yet? Like, like your friend, <laughs> your friend has a boyfriend? Do you have one? And I would feel like less than yeah. because I didn't have a boyfriend. Or hmm. when I got one, I wouldn't like them for more than like a couple months. Right. And so I wouldn't have one. And I talked to my mom earlier or, you know, later in life. And I said, mom, why did you always ask me if I had a boyfriend? Because it made me feel like. I needed to get one uh-huh. yeah. I was less than. Added she pressure. said, oh, 
Well, that was my way of seeing if you had one. <laughs> you know, oh. I was just trying to figure out and get, yeah. you know, get in to see if, if you were doing things. Oh. And I said, well, Mom, you should have just asked me instead of comparing me to my friends who yeah. have boyfriends. Like, yeah. I see this person. So now I know. Don't do that with my children. Yeah, that's something, you know, she probably never even thought about it that way. But yeah. now looking back, like, I'm, I'm glad you're sharing this because what if we do that? And then right. you're right. There's always that feeling of, like, she especially teens comparing right. themselves to their friends. And then if somebody points out, like, well, why aren't you doing that? Then you have that thought of, like, well, yeah. why am I not? Because she would yeah. always point out about yeah. this person had a boyfriend, this person had it. And I would feel myself shrink, 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 yeah. shrink. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Terrible. Well, yeah. then that makes you even worse at dating, too. Right. You know, right, exactly. Right, yeah. Because right. you have less self confidence. You need, like, confidence to talk to someone and, and yeah. do the dating. So, so I were you super confident then? Uh, well, Often, uh, well I, think know, so. I, I think so. I wasn't always this strapping young lad, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, high school with dating for me was, was interesting. You know, it, I, I was like a really late bloomer. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was like, I was like, so. To put it in perspective, I was like 5'6 my freshman year, 125 pounds. High school? High school, yeah. And then I graduated being like 6'2. So there's yeah. quite the transformation that was taking place for yeah. me during high school, as you could probably imagine. But um, I never, I had like one girlfriend for two months my sophomore year. <laughs> I was thought he was and, about to say two years. No, no, no. Great. No, yeah. two months, and maybe it was, it was like Two and a half ish, yeah, with some uh, with some change there. But I I never really felt pre pressure to have a have a girlfriend or anything like that. My parents never they, they asked about girls and things like that. I also never really told them much mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, I was always like and kind of the same with you, Dan. Like in high school, it's so interesting. Like you're like oh well, like you put a lot. Of, like I had pressure maybe on myself to do it, but never like outside pressure mm. um, to to have a, a girlfriend or things like that. I was also the youngest, so I think my parents had kind of gone through it with my brother because I remember my mom was always pressuring my uh, brought my oldest brother after he graduated college like why don't you have a girlfriend why don't you have a girlfriend why don't you because we want I, you know I want babies and I want you to get married and like I remember like my brother like being I know right yeah I remember like there was like decent amount of pressure from my mom and I think my I think after that she kind of realized that it's like okay maybe I'm putting too much pressure mm. on him and then she, I know she did take a step back of being like okay well he'll they'll figure it out on their own time and and that's I think the best thing you can do as a parent, um, there's nothing wrong with your child. This mm -hmm. is, yeah. and also like, what I stand by this wholeheartedly. Do not get into a relationship just to get into a relationship, right. even if you're in high school. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and you know, uh, the statistics show that if you are dating someone in high school, you're most likely not going to marry them. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> I think also parents get into this realm of, well, I'd hate my daughter or my son's significant other in high school, and like try to put pressure on them, and then they start rebelling and things like that. Most likely, they're not going to get married. So kind of let that one ride its course. But um, I really went on a tangent there, but. But regardless, um, yeah, I, what were we talking about, me dating? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 You bring up a lot of points that yeah. Dr. Bell's going to talk about yeah. in her assessment of, like, how to handle a teenage For dating sure. situation. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be hard as a parent to, mm -hmm. um, you know, not only see your kid grow up, but then have these heartbreaks or yeah. have disappointment because most likely you aren't going to date the same person and then marry them. I mean, there's, there are those people out there, good for you. The rest of us had to uh, kiss a lot of frogs, right? The, the way that they, they put it. Um, but yeah, just navigating 
what to do with your own child. Here you've heard Danielle saying that her mom asked too many questions. Now you hear Austin saying he's grateful his mom didn't ask a ton of questions. I'm going to play this from um, Dr. Bell. We'll get into some reaction and then some, some good stories because uh, my situation was also very unique. I've got a, a good... Should I throw my parents under the bus? Yeah, do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? There's some good stories. We love you, Mom. Yeah. Papa Kyle. Here, let me play this for you guys. What is your advice for parents out there who have a teen and maybe now there's the first crush or the first boyfriend or girlfriend and you're trying to, like, you're trying to parent and give advice, but what is that like? So I, I think that... The, the, the biggest mistake that, that people tend to make is they don't like to see their kids in pain. They don't like to see their kids suffering, and so they try to minimize it. And that's where the mistake comes in because you lose that feeling touch with your child when you try to minimize it. Oh, it was only a week. It was only two months. It was only this. It was only that. Um, because you're trying desperately to fix, handle, and change the problem. And really what they need is it's really very simple. They just need a validation of their feelings. They just need to know that love is great and feeling is great and that sometimes it doesn't work out and it will feel okay again, but it doesn't feel great right now. And what do you need from me? And whether it's a hug, a movie, um, whatever ice cream you know yeah. whatever it might be i think yeah. it's about it, i think it's about listening to your child uh and do they need time alone do they need to be with you i think it's really about being there and just validating that um that this is a part of life everybody goes through it it there is an end it will feel better because in in the mind of a teenager who's has a broken heart for the very first time there is there's a bit of a loss of a sense of um, what's on the other side. It's the first time they felt this way and it feels like it will go on forever. It's hard to imagine a time when this feeling will go away when they're really, really into that kind of sadness. And I think just letting them know that even the most important relationships, if they end, things do get better. Yeah. And there isn't much more to it than that. There's no magic. Yeah. You know? Is it, a part of a developmental milestone like do oh yes do we need to go through some of this heartbreak to learn more about ourselves and I mean that as a parent I can look back and be like yeah you know what thank goodness I went through those breakups but um what does that do for a child's development okay so the first separation that a child goes through emotionally and psychologically is from their parents, right? Their first love, their true first love is their parent. And it's that relationship that begins to show them what love is supposed to feel like. But as they get older and they get into preschool, they start to realize like, oh, I, I, ha I can't, I can't marry my mom. I can't marry, like, I have to have these relationships outside the family. And so you see the cute little boyfriend girlfriend things or boyfriend boyfriend things or whatever that happened in kindergarten you see kids falling in love with their teachers you see these sort of first attempts at reconnecting so at first we're like this with our parents and then we begin to separate and then we become like this we want that intimacy and that connection and that specialness with someone and so all of these little relationships that we have along the way including friendships 
practice, you know, their practice is, is so that as we get to be an adult, we know who we are in relationships. We know what we like. We know what we don't like. We know the way we want to be treated. We know the way we don't want to be treated. You know, these, these kinds of things that we get into sort of teach us a lot about ourselves and who we are and um, prepare us for the more mature adult relationships, mm -hmm. right? Now, we're talking about we're talking about relationships that, you know, um, that can last anywhere from a week to a couple of months. And those sometimes start in middle school, sometimes start in high school. But then there are those that are relationship people. And they, they tend to get into relationships that are like, oh, they've been dating since eighth grade and it's now 10th grade. Um, those, are, those are different. They're going to take longer to get over if they don't last because there was such a sense of permanency about it. And, um, you know, some people who, who are, don't start dating romantically, their first heartbreak is potentially the end of a friendship, mm -hmm. which can hurt just as much as the end of a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And so any of those losses, heartbreaks, relationships that don't work out, regardless of the, the level of intimacy or the level of romantic love, all teach us something about ourselves and how we deal with being alone, how we can tolerate being alone, and how we want to be in relationship to other people so that as we become an adult, we have these healthy adult relationships. What do you think when, when a teen comes home, preteen, teen, whatever um, age range, and they're just, you know, shouting from the mountaintops, I'm in love this is my person, we're going to get married forever, we're inseparable. Do parents let that happen? Do the parents have to step in and set boundaries? What's, what's your advice when it's more like oh, that? Where it's like, oh, I think you're a little too obsessed. <laughs> um, well, I think that, I think you can try to have some control over it and then you will fail because, <laughs> because uh, the emotions of a teenager and the impulsiveness of a teenager, you know, is, and now it's different now, right? Because now when they have those really strong feelings, you might be able to control, you know, the level of physical intimacy, right? So do they go on dates together or can they only go on group dates? I mean, you have those boundaries to help protect impulsive decision-making, um, but they FaceTime, um, they often fall asleep together on FaceTime, which is an incredibly emotionally intimate thing to do. And they will do this night after night after night. And so, again, you know, I'm sure people are going to get sick of hearing this, but it's about being open to talking about those, those thoughts, those feelings, and those emotions. If you try to minimize, you know, someone comes home and they're like shouting from the rooftops that they have found their person and their love. And you go, oh, you're young. You've lost your kid. You just, they're not going to tell you stuff now. But if you say, you know, if you say, oh, congratulations, that love part feels so good, doesn't it? And just validate those feelings. And then if you start to see them becoming overwhelming or obsessive, then you can sit down and say, it feels like you're having a hard time managing these big feelings. Never minimize the feelings. Just talk about how you manage those big feelings, mm -hmm. you know, um, what makes you so afraid of staying, of, of not going out? What makes you so afraid of taking a little bit of a break? 
you know, because what if your child is worried that, well, if I'm not with that person 100% of the time, they're going to find somebody else. Mm. Then we have a different issue, right? We have someone who's not kind of ready for a healthy relationship and they're insecure in their relationships. And that's not about the relationship. That's about the person. So we can take cues about how our kids are handling it. And, and then it's about helping them or getting them help or, or whatever, if they don't seem to be managing it well. Mm-hmm. I, that was going to be my next question, because I know um, parents might think, oh, I don't really like that person. And where's the division between, I don't like who you've chosen versus um, I think this person might be an, an, an unhealthy relationship for my child? Mm -hmm. So I think we have to start early. Um, We have to look at our own relationships and how we are treated, how we treat the other person. We have to set a good model. Um, How we treat them is an indication of what love looks like, right? If If you have parents who who love you unconditionally, but also set boundaries and don't let you treat them badly and you don't treat your child badly, then they have a model going into their more adult type relationships outside of the house because they will mirror what they know because love feels like what you know love is and where you've learned love first is in the family. So yeah, so don't you feel like you need Kim Bell on speed dial when you do start to go through that with with your kids? But she brought up so many great points where it's like, gosh, I wish I had realized that as as a kid. I mean, even just what she was first saying about, um, you know, those feelings feel so big because kids don't have that worldly experience yet. And they don't have the the breakup experience. So they think like, oh gosh, this one week relationship that I had Mm -hmm. feels like it's gonna, you know, my life is over. I'm never gonna find another boyfriend or girlfriend. and, and just how to navigate that as a parent where it's like minimizing, not going, oh, no, right. you're going to get over it. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's something I would have done yeah. had I not that's gotten that advice. Important. It's interesting because how she said, like, love is modeled. And, you know, I, I came down a little hard on my mama for all the questions <laughs> she asked. But I must say that my dad set the best example mm-hmm. for me where I was like, oh, I'm okay that I don't have boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend. Mm. I did have boyfriends in high school. They didn't last too long. But because one time I asked him, I said, Daddy, what does, you know, what made you want to marry Mommy? Mm -hmm. And he sat there. I remember this like it was yesterday. His eyes started tearing up. And he Mm. said, when I met your mother, it was like, oh. And then he wasn't acting because my dad doesn't do that. And it was just, I saw as a young girl the love that my dad had for mm-hmm. my mother. And he started tearing up and he said, I don't know, it was just something about her. It was like heaven opened up. And, and I was, and I remember thinking to myself, like, that's what I want, you know, when mm-hmm. I'm an adult. And the first person I found to give me that, I married him. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but my dad was so close to me, you yeah. know, in a sense, like he spent so much time with me. He encouraged me and those are my two big love languages. Mm-hmm. So when relationships went south, yeah, they hurt. But a lot of times I went, eh, I got my daddy. I'm cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, your parents are adorable, Austin. Yeah. I mean, And I, you know, even before she brought that up, I was thinking, um, you know, as much as you want to, like, if you give advice to your child, like you're saying, Danny, the best possible thing that you can do is just be a simple role model for your kid. And that starts with parents and that starts with their own relationship. Um, And even going back 
farther uh, of picking the right person. I remember yeah. my parents, like, ever since I was a little kid, they were, like, you know, um, talking about just picking the right mm -hmm. partner. So I think I was always really selective when I was like mm -hmm. going to, to date someone because I wasn't just dating someone to date someone. It was just like, oh, I want to like actually be in a relationship with this person, you know. Um, but no, I, I think it does. It starts at home. And, you know, the best, like I said, the, the best uh, piece of advice you can give your kids is showing them the model of a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. of a supportive marriage and a, um, a stable home, too. Mm. And something Kim always talks about, too. I mean, whether it's this subject or another subject is just kind of and you mentioned it earlier too. She she mentions just listen to them. Just yes. listen without yes. jumping in and without you know just listen to what they have to say. Be there to support. Which I think you know. I, I'm starting to have friends who have kids who are a little bit older and they're starting mm -hmm. to go mm -hmm. through this. And you know I I, I don't know what, when I get to that point it's going to be hard to not. It is. want to meddle it and is. be like, I know better. I went through yeah. this. This is this person is not for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have a story. <laughs> yeah. So my son was in maybe fourth or fifth grade and it was Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was a little girl, I was like, oh, it would be nice to get a flower. And I told him he had his little girlfriend, you know, in yeah. quotes. And I said, oh, we were in Walmart. And I said, well, get your little girlfriend a flower. Okay. Yeah. That would be cute. Yeah. Well, he got her a flower and it went south. No! <laughs> and I said, oh, oh and oh, I learned my lesson. I have no, I don't want to throw the little girl under the bus. She did not but react well. She did not react well and it was bad Aww. for little uh, Jeremiah. And so yeah. I said, or Jeremiah. okay, don't ever listen to mommy again. <laughs> I'm staying yeah. out of this. And just like you said, like, I'm just going to mm -hmm. listen now mm -hmm. and you know when he tells me and both of my children they tell me well my daughter's more secretive so mm -hmm. it's kind of like you got to be you know investigative Sherlock to try to get <laughs> yeah. to get what what she who she likes and things like that yeah. but just listening and creating those spaces where they can open up and talk and the best advice that I received was the drive when you're driving them places is the best place to have those conversations. I have heard that. Keep your radio off and then it makes them have to talk and yeah. listen or let them play, you know, there and sort of ask them, hey, why do you like this music and stuff yeah. like that? And that has helped. Oh that drive gosh. is yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> in my experience, <laughs> So I went to an all-girls school. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there I'm already starting behind yes, the eight ball. for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's no boys around yeah. ever, which was great. And then um, looking back, I'm like, I loved it. Like, it, it has its pros. Um, then, like, if you really want to mess up your child's dating life, you should teach at the all-boys school. Yes. <laughs> Both my parents, of course, that were teaching at Ignatius. And your dad is, mm. uh, you my know, dad is, coach the yeah. <laughs> team. Uh, has a little oh, bit of a he shadow. Got all the yeah. athletes. Right. So and you were at the games, probably. So I was at the games. I, you know, I was, yeah, and like I went to Magnificat, and they, at the time it was sort of like there was a natural connection between Mags and, and Ignatius, mm -hmm. a very strong one. So I, I just, I. <laughs> Whatever. I yeah. was like the black plague yeah. in high school. I could clear a room full of guys. That's but, amazing. Oh. But wait, I got to tell this story because my parents, I have to give them credit. I mean, my dad never meddled. Yeah. He never. 
I, I yeah. say never, but like most of the times did not meddle. He is actually the easy one to get to. Like, like when Mark, my husband, he asked me one time, he's like, is your dad a big guy? Because like everybody's telling me, watch out for him. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 he's the easy one. My yeah. mom's gonna give you the hard time. She, you have yep, to pass that test too. first. But <laughs> there was one time, so I at the all girls school, I was responsible for asking a date to the dance, okay. which is intimidating. Yeah. I have to it hand is. it to the, to the boys. Yes, yeah. it's, a, it's always a Sadie Hawkins situation. <laughs> um, I, the, I, I don't envy teenage boys in that way. Um, so I'm like, oh shoot, well, I mean, not a lot of guys talk to me. I had this one friend and I was like, I'm gonna ask him, right? He was on the track team. Okay. He calls me a week before the dance. Oh. And he goes, hey, uh, your dad put me on the travel team <laughs> for the four by whatever relay. <laughs> my dad sent him out of town. On purpose? Was, I don't know. Did he do it? Oh, my oh, God. To Indianapolis for a track Whoa. meet. Coach. 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 That's the only time he pulled that card. I don't know. I, I still don't so think do it was did you ask him? Did you ask him? Did you say anything? <laughs> you guys have met my dad. He, yeah. he doesn't talk much when he's put on the spot there. But yeah. um, I was like oh. up in the room like, who am I going to ask now? And my mom, like my, my dad comes home. My mom's like, what did you do? You know? yeah. And my dad's like, like, ah, I didn't know. And so <laughs> I didn't, didn't know. know. He claims he didn't know. That's the only time they meddled. But like, so who did you go to the dance with? Oh, another friend. I found oh, okay. another friend, and it, it was fine. You know, and, and we're acting like she had like two friends in high school. I'm sure you're decently popular. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing I would like. I wish I could go back and tell my teenage self. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff, all of the, like, who's asking who to dance yeah. and who's yeah. going out with who, it doesn't matter. Doesn't and matter. I wish I did spend more time, not that I didn't, but I wish I did spend more time just focusing on my friendships. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. Because, you know, mm -hmm. you have your high school friends and your college friends that last so much longer than yes. these one-month relationships that yep. you think, it, like, are the end-all, be-all. And that's the one thing I'm hoping to pass along to my kids mm -hmm. is, like, make sure that your friends are totally solid. And something else that um, Kim mentioned was a big piece of advice from my grandma, but she said that these kids are like, they're learning how to also be okay with being alone. Yes. And my grandma always told me, she's like, You're, you are your own best friend, you better be okay by yourself. Yeah. And, and luckily, I mean, I did realize that because she was telling me that super early mm -hmm. and that helped. It's like, if I'm not okay just hanging out in my room on a Friday night and I'm looking for other people to fill those spaces, then I'm in, I, I, I need to do some work. I had to relearn that in my, recently because mm -hmm. I had been in high school I was around all my best friends and like it was it was great you know and then I went to college I lived in a fraternity with 40 people I was never not by myself or with with people and then yeah. I dated someone for three years and then I moved here and then we broke up and I remember thinking like I want to be single for a while and yeah. I like didn't really know people here I had just kind of moved here and I didn't have like all my core group of friends but I remember thinking like it's really good for me just to like be by myself and like learn how to be by myself. Mm -hmm. And I, and then nine months later I met Allison. And like, honestly, yeah. I didn't rush into anything. I, mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to for a second, um, just to like 
kind of stick it to my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> uh, I'm being serious. Like, that I'm just is being, so, that's so you. I, I believe it, I believe it. Uh, I'm just being like, I'll find someone. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but I, I'm so, I, honestly, it was the best thing, one yeah. of the best things I think I've, I've done of just, yeah, you make a great point of learning how to be by yourself. But going back to, like, high school, um, it, it's so hard to stress, like, the friendships and, like, that this yeah. isn't the biggest deal because in high school, you, your whole world is high school. You're yeah. in those mm -hmm. four walls, mm -hmm. and you're like, mm -hmm. well, of course, like everyone knows that I won this track meet and like yeah. things like that, you know. <laughs> um, and but it's it. You're, you're right. It's simply it's not that big a deal, but it's hard to convey that. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's funny you bring that up about like because I feel like once I was like, I need to stop dating. I need to just. I yeah. need to like get back to like who am I? Be okay being single, and and I feel like that's when you always once you get yep, to, yep. when you get find right with yourself, that's when Allison the right one says comes the along. same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was like, I stopped dating, and then we met each other. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that happened with me as well. There yeah, you go. it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Running theme. So there you go. Maybe maybe somebody out here wants to hear this. But the question is then, how do you do that with? kids and, and teenagers and things like that. Like if you, like you said, Maureen, if you can tell yourself before, I think for me, I was fine until I had the questions comparing me mm -hmm. to my friends. But my mother did set a great example because she had a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's in a sorority and so she was really committed to that. And so she had her husband and, and she also had other friends as well. Yeah. But I, I, I'm thinking to myself, I was fine until other people meddled in, yeah. you know, my mother, mother, mother or anyone asking questions. Right. So, you know, what do you think? You know what? <laughs> I what? think that's why we need to have these conversations mm -hmm. now and get this advice now because yeah. like she said and like I asked, I said, do you need to go through these milestones? Do you need to go through this? Because I can't mm -hmm. imagine who I would be now if I didn't have all the breakups that, that happened in my life or all of the missteps that I took in relationships and then learned from them. But I think, you know, your kid is going to do that, right? right? No matter what, they need to do that or else they're not going to become that, that person who's okay being yeah. single because they need to learn those things about heartbreak, healing, um, who they really are. But I think that this, all of this advice is great for us as parents. Right. And like, how do we react to it? And then how are we gonna guide our child? So mm -hmm. then, you know, you're not gonna mama bear whoever breaks up with your son first and go like, you know. <laughs> why'd you, why'd you right? break him? You're not gonna He's go kill people now, here's house. his resume. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't wanna mess with Danielle's son. She's gonna no, end up don't. on your porch. In the fourth grade, he bought a flower for his girlfriend. <laughs> That girl it didn't go over well, well but say. she is on my <laughs> list. And I have to say, like, I have to remind myself, Danielle, you're on TV. You can't do these yeah. things. <laughs> you're a no. public figure. Right. See, yeah, like, you're already experiencing it. You yeah. get that mama bear tendency like, of, like, don't you dare hurt my kid. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if you see the one wrong one come through the door. Yeah then you're gonna wanna say something, but you gotta let them go through that, that issue. I mean, like, if it gets to, they're walking down the aisle and you right, know that's right, the right. wrong one, I don't know, speak now forever, <laughs> hold your peace, yeah. I don't know if that works, but, um, but I think that that's why I love this conversation is, yeah. like, we've all kind of realized we've had similar experiences um, Kim Bell had great advice and, and she did. She yeah. did. I and think I'm asking, asking myself, um, oh. well, after I asked you that yeah. question, I'm thinking to myself, 
for us and what we're doing in our household. And I'm hoping this works because I'm like, what I didn't have growing up was I feel like I didn't have in my family someone to like really, really talk to. Mm -hmm. Or like if they would have asked the right questions, I would have opened up. Yeah. And so that's the environment that we're trying to create in our household of like where we have these conversations and yeah. they feel free to open up and talk to us. I think that we all grew up that way. And, yeah, and so now maybe. we have that realization. So can we change it? And that's that's the big thing. So, all right, guys. Thanks all for right. joining me on the uh, Love Podcast We're here. We're pumped up to be yeah. here. Thanks. For, <laughs> so it was yes. fun. It was fun. Mom Squad. Mom Let's squad. go. Is Mom he, Squad. My Squad. Say, you know, Austin's got to file this away for when he's a dad. Yeah. Which, which you know. It's not gonna be for a while. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a dog <laughs> no, dad. So whenever think? my mini Golden Doodle is, he's got some puppy love. I got, I got you. We're going to play this in five years and see if anything has changed. <laughs> After he had four kids. Yeah. Oh, Thanks Lord. to all of you for joining us on the Mom Squad Pod. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.